All right, hey. so this is our first podcast recorded since Bird moved. So it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're yeah. still trickling out due to technical difficulties, but as of the time that we're recording this, it's probably been like three or four weeks or something. It's been right. a decent yes. chunk. Mm-hmm. So time has passed, and the world yes. has changed. Moderately. Mm, not really. It, it always changes. The, you can just always say that. It's like, how you can end, it's like how you can end all statements at, with, at, but at what cost? <laughs> just to add drama for no reason. Twelve dollars. Hey, hey, hey I'm gonna buy these eggs, uh, Keith. But at what cost? Probably like, like a dollar fifty. How much eggs cost? They're, they're, I'm always they're, they're a bad most, joke. Just, they're, they're always cheaper than I think they are. It's always I, a surprise <laughs> with them. Well, it depends on how many eggs you're buying. Are you buying like, mm. the standard twelve set, or are you yeah. buying like? I'm buying uh, eighteen. When eggs. I guess when I go oh. like a, do- a dozen, no, I'm always like, that. go straight for thirty-six eggs for life. They don't. They don't actually decay nearly. Can as you even buy thirty-six eggs? Yeah, you can. Or oh. you can just raise chickens. I mean, you like can I just am. do math. Yeah, it'd be but pretty I mean, easy to get to I can't thirty-six. I'm in, in a dorm room. Oh, yeah, you... I could just. I could just buy two packs of eighteen eggs, huh? Yes. At what cost? Uh, twice. <laughs> Three times the thing of of twelve. But we're buying them in eighteen. Or are we? But at what cost? At what cost? <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. All right, We're all idiots. So, uh, why do we? Why do we do this? <laughs> I'm just doing what everybody know. else is doing. It's mm. that's how I got here. Yeah. Shit. I'm just trying out. to fit in. Are you? Oh man. No. You don't, no, you don't strike me as the kind of person in. that tries that at all. If I did, I probably wouldn't be doing a podcast because I'd have friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if you weren't doing this podcast, how often would you talk to any of us? Maybe, maybe uh, Keith. Probably about as much as I talk to you guys when we're not doing a podcast. Yeah. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a point. Well, that's a social dude that. right there. That's, that's, For yeah. people who don't know, uh, he, we don't no. talk <laughs> at we all. Have a, we have a the, chat room we talk in. This, and... is, this is their weekly get-together time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's just like, hey, Andrew, nice to see you. Um, it, it sometimes feel like I'm, it's it's not sometimes even feel nice. like I'm t- taking the kid over to like the, the, uh, the ex-wife's house. Yeah. For the weekend, <laughs> I feel like I'm like I would be that kid that neither parent wanted custody of, but they couldn't just both give up for adoption because that would look bad for them. So like they both just decided to deal with it. Oh no! Like what sort of reality does that ever reflect? Uh, I mean it's half of my reality, or actually oh. it's half of my sister's reality. Because well, that my, sucks. Yeah, because my mom wanted you have my dad a sibling. Didn't, so <laughs> yeah, I have a sibling. I have six siblings. How did, what? Yeah. How did none of them what? murder you? Well, I don't live with any of them. I think you had a similar reaction <laughs> like, when you found out that I had a sibling. I think I you did, yeah. I was less bewildered. You were at least moderately adjusted to society. Because you found... Right, because human? I mean, if yeah. you want to be accurate, okay. three of them don't know I exist. So... Oh. Wait. I mean, huh. How do you know they exist, but they don't know you exist? Because do you have like a, a one, fucking adult? Is your house and prepared a one-way children? mirror? Oh, I see. I see. That oh, so they're, you're, you mean like half siblings? Not uh, like direct blood siblings? Relations. Well, like, yeah. You know, both I mean, is this like secret family yeah. drama being outed on the internet? I, I have one direct blood sibling and then five half siblings. Hmm. Are they quantum siblings? Uh, they only I think exist. One of them no. can't, you can't determine I, if they exist until you observe them. I don't know if one of them actually exists. But... <laughs> so the answer to that is yes, apparently. Yeah, it might be a quantum I got more child. confused as that one on. <laughs> 
Those are the best explanations, right? Yeah. All right. What in the anyway, world? so it's been three weeks, four weeks. We should. I mean, everyone has a crazy amount of topics to talk about. I assume, right? Yep. Sure. Um, sure. I mean, not me because I haven't Time been playing video games for Time like for a month no and one a half. to say anything. <laughs> I have played a lot of board games though lately. Like the past two weeks, I've been playing almost nothing but board games. So I could talk about that if we wanted to. <laughs> At this point, half of the games I have to record are JRPGs, so it's like, I don't yeah, know. I've got I'm having lots of anime. Thing. I feel like I've been yeah. weirdly backed into that, too. <laughs> yeah, it's because I... uh, indie games especially are like super hit and miss in AAA. You get like a burst in the spring mm-hmm. and then mostly in the fall, winter. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, like, you're not going to get a whole lot of AAA. Like, when's, when's the next AAA game coming out that we actually give a shit about? Uh, that we give a shit about? Oh, that's a, um, that's a let me different check question. My, let me check Probably my until Google the end calendar. Because, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Technomancer comes out in a couple of days. So that's and definitely I AA. It, uh, well, Blitzkrieg's there sent me, like, a, a short clip of... Well, not Blitzkrieg's there. Uh, was it... I don't know, Cart Gaming, maybe? Yeah. Uh, sent me a short clip of him playing it, and it was just like, this looks like the just crappiest game. Yeah, so it's like, from the right. people who made Mars Warlogs and Bound by Flame. Of course it's shit. I'm going into it you knowing know, it's going to be shit. I was hoping it <laughs> would be better than... I, I, I was hoping it was going to be better than Bound by Flame. It's My not, understanding and... is it's actually a sequel to Mars Warlogs for some reason. Oh. It's for some reason thought that game needed a sequel. It's going to be fascinating. Uh, we have, we have, they make we have abduction blogs. coming out, but that probably counts as double layered indie. No Man's Sky is indie. Wait, that's not coming out in August anymore, is it? No. Let's no. Delete, delete, um, delete that bookmark. <laughs> uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided comes out August 23rd. Okay, that makes that's sense. That's probably wow. the next one is that, that I can a, think yeah. of. Is that a sequel? Yeah, so you're right. Like, it's, it's August. A, that's well, a se- sequel Human to Human Revolution prequel. was a prequel. This is a sequel to mm-hmm. that. Uh, stop. The new Just games fucking... take place before the old games. Why can't people tell a story, like, you know, the right way, where you start at the beginning well, it's and different people. <laughs> it's completely different people. Yeah, That's I know, but yeah, I'm saying that, like, different if, studio. if you pick up the IP, then just, like, start from the next point. Don't make up a starting point. I, I think know. it sometimes oh, comes down to the idea that when you have a world, like, the you have, like, the background story of what happened. That hasn't been told. Yeah, you, you have, like, yeah. the setup of the, of the world that your fantasy mm-hmm. or sci-fi world takes place in and sometimes that background that backup story sounds more interesting than going forward so you just set it set mm-hmm. it in that instead and then like how is, are... like isn't mass effect andromeda going to take place during the original war between like the no it's, it's not? after okay it's it's think, way after like i think that was just a, a rumor at one point in the at some point yeah. there were, people thought the the next mass effect might be uh humans making first contact with the turians which would nope. be like a fun uh, it's, premise for it's, lo- for it's story. about them going to it's about them going to like a completely well to the Andromeda, Andromeda. galaxy because <laughs> I uh, yeah according to um according to the trailer at least like our galaxy is dying so they're like let's go over to the other one because okay. just the whole thing like <laughs> yeah. it's got galaxy cancer <laughs> well you could, you could just say that I I mean you don't have to back it up I guess our but when you say is dying. when you say that's something of that scale when you're like our universe is dying it's like okay that's like, you expect it's the like, line to be spoken by Optimus Prime or something yeah like, <laughs> do as I command. Our world is dying. Yeah, it's like, our uh-huh. galaxy is fading. <laughs> <laughs> we must go somewhere oh, else. Oh, No Man's Sky is coming out in August. 
What? I thought you yeah. said it was going to be delayed. What the fuck? Make no, up your mind. No, he said he's not sure if it's going to be delayed. Oh, again. okay. Because he doesn't own a game studio I, that I, knows when the game's coming out. When I heard it was delayed, <laughs> you know, I just assumed it was delayed until to like be totally December. honest. They, like, I'm okay with them delaying that as much as possible. Uh, but it you still say might not save the game. No, you no, say it's that. Cool. And it's then one the game comes out so 20 many... years from now. Well, No Man's Sky <laughs> and Abduction so are both in the same camp of being like a small studio with a with like mm. making kind of that a big game. That is way too much success. They, they have like kind of a big game going on, but ultimately it's like it's done really when nice. it's done, and no one can mm. make them put it out at any particular time. So they that's just... not true. So That's it's like somebody working on their their next album where they're just sort of okay. like mm -hmm. giving gotta, you a vague idea. Like, it kind of reminds me of Old Thursday. Yeah. Exactly. The, actually. Worst like 90s about, the worst part about No Man's Sky is everybody that's talking about it. I wish oh, yeah. they never well. had, I wish they had never shown any trailers, oh, yeah. uh, participated in E3 or anything like that. I wish the game would have just put up like a Steam page. I guarantee you page. right now that No Man's Sky is going to be on a lot of people's like most disappointing game of 2016 list. Yeah, it's been hyped yeah. shit, so. Just because you heard, like, mostly because, like, and the funny thing is, like, the company themselves didn't even hype it that much. No, they just glimpsed, it's just such a compelling Like, the audience, it's, it's literally the internet itself hyping it, and that's it. Like, mm -hmm. no one, yeah. no, it's not like it has a massive marketing budget or anything, but it's mm -hmm. just that they were, it was the Destiny problem where they're just vague enough about what the fuck the game is that for a right. year, people make up their own definitions of what the game is. Yep. Right. That's, like, yeah, there's like people who keep telling me to buy it. I'm like, I will buy it when someone tells me what the fuck the game is about. Because like, I mean, it's about exploring it's, space it's and having space infinite game. planets. Is it and... though? Because like, some like people the... say there's fighting, and some people say there's <laughs> no fighting, and some people say <laughs> you can meet each other, and some people are like, all right, you can never meet each other. It's too big. And I'm like, well, can you jump to my players? My understanding is that that was in self itself also misleading because my understanding is that you just can't ever see each other. And if that's huh, the case, weird. then I don't want to play it because then there's like, no. So point. Does, like, it, like, does it even like, have an? Uh, here's how they explain multiplayer, like multiplayer in this game, like how it the does. world works. Is that they'll say mm. like, if you wipe out the population of this organism on this planet, that organism won't be there for other people when they get to that planet and stuff like that. When like, do they? But get if there's to that like planet? infinite never, planets, how often are people going to run into the same planet? Well, the idea is that it's all one living universe that is continuous, but there's no right. apparent indication that you'll ever see another human ever. Period. Even if you so, stand in the same place. Yeah. So if I log off and then come back on ten years later, will the planet still be there? Uh, yeah. Um, will the so. server still be there? <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, if I log off for an extended period of time, like come back, like. Is the can you destroy a planet? Because if that's the case, then what happens if I'm on the planet? You might be able to destroy like, a planet. I'm not, probably not actually. No, that probably has some concerns for the gameplay. I, but uh, yeah, the idea is it's um, all supposed to be continuous, and it's all supposed to, like it's so like the game's guys, procedurally generated, but not it's not being procedurally generated. It literally is pre procedurally generated, like before yeah. you you play it. <laughs> so it's all one universe for everybody. Mm -hmm. But it's huge. They've been tweaking that right now. So did you guys actually watch any of the developer interviews uh, a year and a half ago, or is no. this all just like oh, hearsay? No, no, no. That's all just okay, with the internet. I, I watched interviews a year and a half ago, and I subscribed to an obscene amount of video game podcasts mm -hmm. where other people talk about this stuff, and probably one of the so best... So we're technically part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Like, one of the, awesome, one of the biggest... One of the best people <laughs> to listen to, actually, is as a giant bomb... You guys ever mm -hmm. have you guys yeah. ever heard that podcast before? Oh yeah, giant bomb. Amazing. They are so fucking in depth and detailed, and they won't mm -hmm. like instead of like the, 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 it, the one of the worst things ever is is the full on like enthusiast press that just like mm -hmm. 
regurgitates yeah. press releases at the audience, basically. Mm-hmm. But those guys will, in detail and rather cynically at times, just break down exactly what they think and they know about the game. And that's where a lot of my information from No Man's Sky usually comes from, is the idea of just, like, yeah, they're they're literally there at the place and, like, what the, what is this game? And, like, they were already doing this, like, two years ago of, like, what is this going to be ultimately? And it's from the, and it's from the the dangerous dangerous uh, dangerous uh, what Joe Danger people like. We have no idea how this game's going to turn out. It looks cool, but yeah. Hey, um, so wait, if can you? So if you can destroy an organism, can't like all organisms just be killed and then the game's barren? That well, seems mathematically so impossible, basically. Yeah, there's it, it, there's it so much in the game. That when it's when kind we of say the game's th- so big, I don't mean like Just Cause Three, like biggest continent ever. I mean like I, it's probably the biggest I game think it's ever made. Procedurally, like infinitely generated. Not infinitely, like but it's un- like it, it's it's similar numbers to what you hear when you people talk when you hear people talk about like how many stars there are in in the actual universe and stuff <laughs> so, like that. Where uh-huh. it's absurd. I feel like this is an easy problem to rectify by just making a bot that goes through and systematically kills every life form on every planet for twenty four hours would, every day. I I mean, even the scale. This is an interesting like, you might definition be able to wipe out a, like a little bit. That's but... an interesting definition of a of a problem and a solution. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with either either definition. It's like it griefs things. I mean, well. griefs, it griefs be... things that don't feel. <laughs> like there has to be some limit to this world that, like, yeah. I, I just don't feel like yeah, the limit is as big as they're saying. Like it definitely um, has a set number of planets um, because it has. I think it's one of the most. Total. I think it's one of the biggest procedurally generated things yeah. ever. It's like yeah, yeah it's, it's so big that the the universe had to be tested by other bots, basically. Yeah, <laughs> like they had to yeah. write well, bots to play test it because it was too much to handle with their yeah, tiny, tiny the developers dev themselves studio. couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So then you can't just create bots, which means you could just ruin a player experience by having a fuck ton of you bots. You could try. You could try. You need, it would be you just you probably more you worth fill than the whole worth. universe with it though. The game's too big. I don't know. This it seems like a job for 4chan. Because you'd have to have like a bunch happen. of paid copies of the game to even planets. get in, right? Eighteen quintillion, eighteen quintillion. Really? Like, you gonna? Can you back that up? Can you? I want someone to count it by hand right now. I mean, like, the computer probably I, did that already. No, I want a person to count it. Don't fucking made it. throw quintillion at me <laughs> unless you can. Well, I mean, back it up. you can just use combinatorics. Nope. It's, de- it's definitely fun to. Is. It's definitely fun to hear about the some of the development stuff in this game, though, just because like they. Like uh, one of the ways that they handled like the color balance of the game, because they were because mm-hmm. all these plants have all these different vibrant colors to them and like different colored atmospheres and plant life and everything, and they wanted to have a good uh, balance and variety. So while they were tweaking right. the algorithm for it, they had a series of bots that would spawn in random parts of the universe and create gifts that they would upload to a screen for a monitor where they could pa- figure out what the relative balance of colors was huh. and try to tweak it based on that. Like that was oh, their wait. weird auto play testing systems. Oh, quadrillion! Oh, quadrillion isn't even that big. Sure. What yeah, a bunch great. of idiots! They Thanks, couldn't Andrew. get centillion. What a bunch of scrubs! Why am I going to buy a game that can't have centillion amount of planets? <laughs> like I'm just saying, no man's sky, no man's effort. Does like, anyone have a 2016 defin- uh, a 2016 Merriam-Webster dictionary, and can they open it up to the word facetious? I just want to see what the synonyms are. Wait a second. Why? Why does centillion have a Wikipedia article but not vigintillion? What the fuck? Someone got lazy. Because we've never measured a number that in Vigintillion. Centillion is bigger than Vigintillion. So why does Centillion have a fucking Wikipedia have we, page? Have we measured anything in Centillion? I'm mostly confused Apparently, by why individual measurement numbers would have their own pages. As opposed to one page is, that just lists them. 
Centillion is 10 to the 303rd power. Like, okay. Like, Why? But, yeah, but wait, there's such a different. There's wait, such why a would it be three jump. to anything? Because, like, Vin. Uh, Vin uh, it's is not only... three to anything. He's talking about 10 to 300. Oh, I misheard something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, like, Ventillion is 10 to 63. So, what the fuck? What happened to, like, the other 300 number? <laughs> Has, did what? anyone here play the previous games from this company? What? Uh, I played a little bit of Joe Danger. I mean, it was good, but... it It's literally they... like a side-scrolling platformer. Yeah. Like, it's neat. It's, such it's, a, a, it's a fun little premise, I've... but, like... It's the yeah, weirdest. Danger? Yeah, it's it's the weirdest yeah. like yeah. gear shift for a studio to make. It it's it, kind of like Joe Danger is one of those games you play it once and you're like, okay, that was cool, but then I'm never gonna touch this again. <laughs> and I, I that's why I kind of like when I heard that I was like, uh, No Man's Sky is gonna be that thing of where I play it for like 30 minutes, I don't do anything probably, and then I go, oh, that was cool, I guess. Never well, again. Well, I imagine that that will probably be the experience for most of the players of this game. There'll definitely Just, be some people that have a very a very disappointing experience just because they have mm. some false idea, idea of what it is. Because yep. because of the vagueness and just how much time mm. has passed since the game was originally announced, this mm. game definitely suffers from that like schoolyard gossip thing where people are talking about how you unlock the Millennium Falcon and Smash Brothers when you're a kid or stuff like that. Like it's just people just mm. making shit up to fill their own gaps of knowledge. So a lot of people are going to be by the time they get, they get this game. And not necessarily even due to the fault of the company themselves, they're going to get this game and be expecting something completely different from what it is. I feel like this is a thing that could be easily rectified if they just came out at a press conference and were like, okay, here's the facts. This is how it's going to go down. Yeah. Don't I don't high. think that they really have that figured out yet because they they're probably don't... still like... Don't talk Alpha-ing about your things. game ever. They're it's not. not. <laughs> no, they okay. really don't. Don't even like um, say you're making a game. Just fucking deal with it. Do it all internally in the background. Like get investors, whatever. But don't fucking talk about it to the public because the, like they didn't. Then how did um, someone yeah. find out? They, they did it in E3, and they were like, "Hey, here's this thing." I mean, it's no, probably no, exploded. No, no, probably no, no, Sony, no, no, right? No e- information on uh, on. But yeah, Sony. Uh, no Man's Sky was leaked by, I believe, another developer or a private member of the press. And once the cat was out of the bag, they're like, "Fuck." Uh, you could deny it. Nintendo does it all the time. I mean, it's it, like, this it's, is a small indie studio, and at that point, like everybody was excited for their game, so they're like, "We're excited too." And they didn't manage the press because they didn't think everybody would go rabid over it. Mm-hmm. Now everybody hates the game. The game's not even out yet. Well, it's it's kind of like Spore almost. It, it is. You know, funny all it is, no, it is Spore. I just need the DRM fiasco to be. It is ready to again. fail for all the same reasons as Spore did. I would yep, just say, it really shut it down and try something else, and then be better at not having people <laughs> talk about it. You can still, the game will come then, out, we'll see yeah, how it we'll turns out. Yeah, we'll just shut down the company. I'm saying, you could still use the same, like, all the, you know, uh, the technical aspects that you had, but just don't make it No Man's Sky. Don't make it about, you know, traveling to space or whatever. You can do something else with that amount of procedural well, here's the thing. technology. People don't give a shit if people hate the game or not. All that matters to them is going to be their bottom line. Like, if they release yeah. a yeah. shitty game that sells crazy, like... In a certain sense, like I that's mean, still very successful. For, I would agree, especially but like, for a small company, like the only way they're going to actually make a decent amount of money is only through like the PS4 venture. Because I feel like through PC, it's probably going to be returned super quick. Like they're, this is probably it's probably be one of the biggest. I mean, like, I mean I how many people actually fall through with returns though? Like I don't expect lot. the game to it's do that poorly, honestly. 
I don't. I don't expect to do very poorly either. I think it's gonna be pretty lukewarm. I don't think this is gonna be. I don't think, I think this is gonna it. be like Walking Dead survival instinct, where everyone's like, "Oh my god, this is actually the worst thing ever. How could this ever happen?" It's like, it. I'm just. I just think that people will be surprised by what it turns out to be, one way or another. I don't think that's necessarily mm-hmm. a bad thing, but it's an interesting case study on what can happen if a game Marketing. is in the public knowledge for so long without enough details. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's it's it, like it had the full cycle without even coming out yet of being a game people are super psyched about to mm-hmm. asking questions about to forgetting about it for three months to finding out about it again getting psyched again and then having the like the type of reaction that people give to like a movie like Frozen or something like that after it's out right. for like a couple months where it's like they already hate mm-hmm. it from everyone talking about it except in this case <laughs> it's not out yet. Yeah, so it, I do notice. So it, has the, cases, it has the anti-fame backlash already. <laughs> in a lot of cases, people are looking for the game to uh, revitalize the industry. Well, not revitalize the industry, but like... <laughs> the industry? You know, well, sorry. You know how that there were like a lot of games in the 80s and 90s that came out and they were like absurd because nobody had ever done this before and it was so amazing and so on and so forth. Oh, you, just, you just mean from the premise of, of being something fresh. Yeah, no, he's talking about like, like technically like really dazzling things. Uh, yeah, like because what's like the biggest technical marvels of the past like couple of years? Nothing uh, really. I mean, yeah, Half Life Two with, with its physics breakthroughs. Uh, brown filters. Those are the most amazing. Look, do you see how much money is made because of brown filters Fuck exist? You. I mean, you know what? That's actually <laughs> the reason why I want to buy No Man's Sky because, is because it looks like an Instagram filter. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's visually the most impressive game I've seen from a mm-hmm. 3D basis in a while. Uh, Breach, which was a game that came out this past week, uh, mm-hmm. I thought was actually going to be kind of on par just visually, and then it turned out to be kind of ass. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, you know, we have I'm a looking... lot of we have a lot of colorful backlash games coming out all the time now, though. So it's not the freshest it's true. thing anymore. Yeah, yeah. it's not. But uh, it was sure what very what fresh at the time. Yeah. It was. Yeah, when it was announced, it was like, holy shit, this is actually beautiful. Because I, th- mm-hmm. I think I first heard about it when I was playing the uh, uh, most recent Tomb Raider reboot, like within mm-hmm. a year of that. So it's like, eh, it's it's been in the pipeline for a lot longer than most of the colorful games. And even then, a lot of the colorful games that we currently have are like cartoony indie things and not a whole lot mm-hmm. of like... You Hotline Miami. To... Uh, not, reading, yeah. not reading any actual information about it, just looking at pictures. This Breach game looks like some sort of next generation pod racing game. It's uh, From it's worse pictures. than that. You just go and you go, you grab resources, you make it caught by floaty, glowy things. And you go back, and your character writes depressing blog posts to himself. And oh. I was like, "All right, I'm done with this." So yeah, like, it was not very Miami? interesting. <laughs> no, breached. Um, is that what he does? He goes and kills people and then talks to himself. That's what it's like when when uh, Andrew plays Factorio. <laughs> no, when I play Factorio. It's a lot different. <laughs> There's a lot more uh, slave driving going on. Yeah, you so got, let's you uh, get the slave what, bots established. <laughs> oh, I, I think I definitely agree with what you were saying, Wander. Though, like, uh, you know, Skyrim or not Skyrim? Sorry, Oblivion was like really well known for being like, oh man, it's this huge world, like it's like four kilometers or whatever. And like Morrowind was really known for that. Half Life Two came out and it was like this is amazing physics and stuff. These games came out like ten years ago. Sometimes yeah, it kind of sucks to be a tentpole game because you you end up being the one that ultimately. Is the biggest yeah. tentpole games are the ones that uh, age the worst of what they do. It's I don't people, know about that necessarily. It's, it's often like, the games that follow up on them and iterate on them that do that ultimately age better mm-hmm. than the one that had the that performed the idea first. 
I think that like uh, Oblivion and Morrowind have aged very well still, though. Uh, I think like uh, the original like Call of Duties didn't age well. Like they've definitely I, fallen by the wayside. I actually think what the fuck are you I talking think Morrowind about? Morrowind has aged better. <laughs> I like than that Oblivion we've reacted to every statement you've said saying you're full of shit. Morrowind, <laughs> but like you triggered a different looking. person with each sentence. <laughs> Morrowind is just like this trash of fucking visual garbage. Yeah, but like. I just have okay. distinct issues with the <laughs> what's going on. No, I I honestly prefer Morwin's like trashy bad visuals in comparison to um in comparison to like Oblivion's attempt at like realism, and you just end up with these like weird Play-Doh people. I mean, they both God, just, the faces. I'm they not both don't talking about graphics whatsoever. What are you talking about then? Well, I mean, we're, he's, talking talking game, gameplay, he's talking about gameplay innovations. Nah, he's right. I see. I thought I thought of Marwin as more of a visual innovation because Mar like Marwin to Oblivion, barely any of the gameplay changed. Isn't it just Mar looked nicer. It wasn't Isn't Marwin like yeah. the first big open world RPG? Practically, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, 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 that's uh, there was Daggerfall before then. Yeah, yeah, but wasn't Daggerfall like, like Doom graphics? Daggerfall it was, was like, it was Doom yeah. Doom style. Yeah. yeah, it was. It doesn't count. The complexity level rises a bit. As shown by, isn't Daggerfall still bigger than every other Elder Scrolls game yes. ever because of the fact it's that it's so easy other... to make a game like that big? Uh, in terms of like a first-person adventure, like walking around game, yeah. it's still the biggest by yeah. far. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's yeah. so low impact that you can make it almost infinitely big at that point. Mm -hmm. yes. That's what's impressive about Morrowind is that it was actually like polygonal 3D and had to make that work. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they designed the whole map. Um, it's like uh, other the other game. Like Daggerfall is just like vectors, you know. Yeah. It's just yes. it's like easy. It just does not hold up after time, though. Well, yeah, that's true of most games. Like even even Half Life Two is well, I think pretty dated. Are we talking about like gameplay? Or are we talking about graphics? I, I mean gameplay. Like kind of I mean, gameplay doesn't hold up very well at the end of the day. Like Morrowind is one of those like when you when you first like when you when it first came out, it was like whoa, what the fuck? Everything's crazy and big and. It's expansive, but then, like, now that time has gone by, Morrowind is so meticulously easy to beat without much thought put into it. Like, you don't have to do 90% of the shit to just beat the game super quickly. And, like, getting things is not as hard as you once thought it was because there are, like, game-breaking bugs that you can exploit to do that. And yeah, it's okay. like, well, gonna, you can say that about a lot of games. I was like, going to say that, like... You can do that. Fallout 2, you can do that. I, I think, I think Half-Life 2 will ultimately inevitably ages better than a game like... Morrowind or Oblivion because of the fact that it's inherently not reliant on technology advancing because Half-Life is that specific subgenre of relatively narrow shooters where you're going through hallways and buildings yeah, and courtyards and stuff is just like basically that. A big hallway. So it's, it's like very it, it doesn't have to be more impressive than tech level and the shooting is tight and feels good and sounds good. So it's that makes it kind of timeless in some ways. It has a few dumb things like, oh look at our physics gimmick. This will feel dated in about two years, and now it's ten years later, so it's really yeah, feels weird. True, yeah. It feels weird to point a flashlight at it now, especially. But uh, a game like Morrowind or Oblivion, like after you get to the point where you're playing like Witcher Three and stuff like that, at some point you're like, I'm not impressed by these things anymore. <laughs> like it's like, oh cool, it's... that guy's always at this building at six. Great, he's a horrifying it's... plastic face monstrosity <laughs> that never feels like a human. And won't stop shouting at me every time I walk by because I triggered his like proximity shout at the player dialogue thing and like nothing. Everyone's a creepy plastic man, it's and a like thing the story's like, bland and flat, and everything's so optional that nothing can have impact. 
I think like at the end of the day, I appreciate the things that Morwen did and games like it where it's like, okay, we pushed boundaries and we did something new. Okay, cool. I appreciate that. But like the game itself is not to be held up and revered. It's the company who invented that thing. Like the the game didn't do anything because unfortunately the company is like getting worse. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like the company is the one who did that. And, you know, props to them for pushing the boundary. there. But like the game doesn't hold up after time. No matter what innovative thing it did, it doesn't hold up to time. Which so, and like, this actually kind of goes back to my original point about like the tentpole game being like the big innovator being the one that doesn't ultimately age as well. Because like, yeah, I'm uh, talking about games replacing stuff like Morrowind, and yeah, Morrowind I, I was, brought the thing about basically. But it's it's hard to focus on it anymore. Even its own franchise overshadows it. I was doing... playing something recently that was like really revered as like the greatest game of its genre at the time and like really really like brought a whole new thing and i was playing and i was like this just feels like x but worse and then i realized it's because it came it came before that oh, yes. and like set the stage are you talking I'm about like, Doom? I, i'm one of those dirty dirty gamers that can't recognize these things oh yeah and it pissed me <laughs> off it'll be like it'll be like if i ever try to play any old final fantasy with zero perspective <laughs> of why that particular yeah, game mattered i think at that the was time. i think that was it actually i was yeah. playing what? final fantasy final fantasy 10 and i was like this is bad compared to like all the other ones I played. And then I'm like, I'm an idiot. This was like the first 3D voice, fully voice acting. Yeah, it's like mostly the voice the acting, most definitely not the first impressive. 3D. Yeah. yeah, it's like one of the most technical. Well, the why does Final Fantasy X like age then? <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy X aged pretty okay. The story, the, the end of the story is still the worst thing to ever happen. I mean, it's the same but... example I gave you before of like uh, the first one that does the thing in the series is the one that ages the worst because it's like this yeah. is the first big voice acting game of Final Fantasy. And yeah, compare See, Final Fantasy thirteen voice acting to Final Fantasy X voice acting and it's kind of baffling how incredibly bad ten was to the point where you look at it and you're like... But... How did it's, someone like someone was okay with this at the time and thought this was shippable? Like, but you know the thing that's weird is that like ten is actually still better than the sequel ten two. Like the voice acting in ten two <laughs> is even worse, and that's like and and not only that the voice acting in like uh, it, it's like the voice acting the voice acting and the graphics in ten two are so much worse than ten that it's like okay well, well the graphics at least can't be 10 worse because they're the same. They're the same graphics, like the same models and the same no, locations being be. reused someone, again. Uh, they're they different models. Be. They definitely it's, remade yeah, them. Yeah, it. They're no, they're different. I mean, there are different models to like uh, outfits and like yeah, exactly. looking at looking at outfits and going, "Wow, could you not make this clip everything?" Like you know, you oh. cannot clip the character's body. Like that's okay. I guess like well, like, I guess they would have remade the main characters, but like you walk around and like you are on like the same airship, going to the same cities with the same like townspeople that are the same little like Pac-Man talking mouths, and they're actually no, they don't have moving fa- they don't have moving mouths at all. <laughs> no, like the weird but... like super pixelated faces and everything. I mean, yeah, and it's. You know, it's uh, it's funny. The one I feel like the one Final Fantasy that actually got uh, that got everything right was the one I'm playing now, 14. That just got everything right. There's nothing like the way when you talk to people, their mouths move, but they don't speak words unless hey, it's a main story quest. 14 is their you, most recent version. I'm just gonna say, do you think it's gonna do you think it's gonna age well? I I mean, I think so. I think it will age because it doesn't. They don't go Has into a that single realm MMO like... ever aged well in the history of video games, though. Wow. 
You I guess I guess it's ten years old now, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow is yeah, aged just fine. I guess so. uh, it's it's because Wow went for the cartoony look, unlike every other MMO ever. And I'm not so, even just like, talking about visuals. To... I mean, like on a mechanical standpoint, usually an MMO is out for like four years, and then you're like, how did anyone ever play this? Is usually the, the takeaway. It it wasn't until Guild Wars two that I think an MMO beat WoW's like mechanics mm-hmm. from like a combat perspective. Yeah. And Guild Wars two failed at too much else, so it didn't matter. Uh, and then Black Desert co- definitely had more interesting combat, but the game itself was less interesting. So mm-hmm. the problem is nothing has beat WoW yet, so you can't say that it hasn't aged well because nothing else has uh, succeeded it uh, in any okay. way, shape, or form. Uh, well, okay, that's that. Mechanically, that's not true. Mechanically, EverQuest is still better than WoW. Uh, like it, I tried EverQuest too. It wasn't very enjoyable. Okay, EverQuest like, two is trash. EverQuest is a completely different game. EverQuest two tried to copy WoW. Doesn't EverQuest still trash. have more players than EverQuest two? Yes, it does. Because yes. mm-hmm. yeah, and EverQuest two is immediately well, like a bad idea. Yeah, EverQuest I think, was. I think EverQuest two idea. pretty much failed immediately. Yeah. EverQuest, EverQuest two failed been... the moment it came wow. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just remembering like watching. Oh, this really this especially dates it. Is the idea of watching yeah. X play and having them oh, like, wow. having them have a review <laughs> where they were comparing mm-hmm. Guild Wars, EverQuest Two, and World of Warcraft? This gets two warplorps <laughs> out of five. And then then like a cutout of Arnold Schwarzenegger comes up for some reason because they're yeah. trying to entertain four year olds. X play was so. Like, Bad. Like, man, I wonder what I, mean, I wonder what the winner of those three games was, huh? <laughs> yeah, really. <It's, laughs> it, no, EverQuest is mechanically it's so much it it takes so much more effort to do anything in a good way mm-hmm. than WoW does. Like if you're yeah. gonna play a tank, it's not as simple as going I'm here, and then the enemies attack you. Like you have to do something to the enemies to make them give a shit about you. Like, you can't just show up and be like, oh, I made the sky bright, so now all the enemies want me. It's like, no, you asshole, you gotta touch them. Like, you gotta physically make them hate you. And, like, EverQuest was so good about, like, holding aggro was a thing you had to pay attention to, and not something mm-hmm. you could just run through a whole map and just keep flashing shit, and people will chase you, and it's like, well, as long as nobody hits them, then it'll just keep chasing them, I guess. And it's like, what? No, that's not how enemies work at all. Enemies just attack anything. Really? And, uh... And, like, there's a lot of the way that quest, like, quests were handled was so much better because in order to actually go through quests, you had to talk to the NPC. Like, you had to actually have a conversation with them. As and opposed it to just... click on the window real quick and hit accept and then run to exactly. the, way, mm-hmm. the waypoint. And the reason, yeah, and the reason they do that it is It was because, actually dialogue trees? Yeah, so you had to sit there. Uh-huh. And so, like, the text you had to talk to them was in blue, but you didn't just repeat the whole thing. You had to ask that in a question. And so, yeah. like... And stuff like that is so impressive to do, given that, like, all MMOs today are just cookie-cutter. Like, how can we make retards play this game easier? It's something and more it's like, like what Secret World tries to do. It's it's just so frustrating. But, like, graphically, no, EverQuest does not hold up. It looks like oh, a pile obviously. of shit. It looks like RuneScape. Like, yeah, it came it, out in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, but, It's, like, I mean, 20 years old. It, it just invented polygons, like, minutes ago. <laughs> it came out in a time where, like... <laughs> 512 megabytes of RAM was only enough to select half of the characters to have high def models. And <laughs> 512 you, megabytes of RAM was really expensive back when this game it came was, out, wasn't but that's it? O- that's only enough to select half of the models because, like, there were so many models in that game that it was like, well, you need like a gig, but good luck finding that much <laughs> as a 14 year old kid. And it's yeah. like, you know, like, wh- whose dad has, four- has a fucking gig lying around for a computer? 
in the Somebody 90s. Somebody worked at NASA? It's, it was frustrating because, like, and they, there's so many graphical problems that happened and, like, things just... But there's so many interesting mechanics that EverQuest had that, like, a lot of MMOs tried but never could succeed with because it just... There's something about the way that they built the entire game around it. It just made it so much better. And, uh, like, my favorite thing in the world is that if you carry enemies and run them to the end of the zone, the enemies will attack anything on the way back from the from you teleporting. Oh, so, yeah. Like, so you could, yeah, you could I, like, attack enemy towns with overly powerful enemies that you, yeah. that you lured there. They, they, like, invented a word called train, and that's, like, oh, where yeah. a train comes from. It's, like, you train to the zone. Where you tra- just run training was in World of Warcraft at first, but they specifically patched it out because people were destroying Stormwind. because yeah, it's <laughs> amazing. It's it's the coolest thing ever when you, you see somebody being chased by hordes of enemies, and then you look and you go, oh, I don't want to be anywhere near that guy when he leaves the zone. <laughs> like, yeah. I, ain't, I ain't, yeah, it's like, I ain't having that shit. <laughs> and you can see the people that are just sitting at zone AFK, just, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, I just zoned in. It took me, like, three fucking minutes because I had dial-up. And they zone <laughs> back in, and all of a sudden, there's a horde of enemies there attacking. And you're like, oh, no, why? <laughs> this was all a mistake. Uh, I love that. That was my favorite. Uh, there's so much just I, tomfoolery you can do in EverQuest that you just can't do in WoW anymore. I, I found the EverQuest fanboy, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I have no frame of reference for I, anything that he's I, talking about. I, I can, can't we just be happy bit, that Andrew's and talking about something awful. in happy tones for once? <laughs> It's, yeah, he's yeah. not saying well, like. No, we got that on the last podcast with Doom. Yeah, we got enthusiastic I Andrew. I still love Doom. It's good to emphasize that every now and then, because then, then when you I, criticize I like... something, you can't fall back on the thing of like, well, he just hates everything. It's, it's true. I, Which happens I will when I criticize one... two <laughs> I things say, in a row. <laughs> I will say the one thing I do hate about Final Fantasy XIV is that they're super fucking family friendly, and you can't use, you can't like call people out for doing bad on DPS meters. Like you can get banned oh. for doing that, and I'm hmm. really upset about that because, like, like, <laughs> okay. I, I, like, huh. not only can you not download a like a DPS meter for the game, like you can't put mods on the game. You have to like download a separate program that reads That's the rough. data. Yeah, it's like so. It I'm it sitting hard, that there. Just makes it actively hard to tell who, who whether or not your party is doing well. Yeah, yeah. And, no, and so in like I have, you can download. There's a program you can download that reads the game, and then outputs the dps meter for you but you can't in chat tell people like hey you're kind of dumb and you suck at your class could you like not play that class ever again or learn how to play and because it's like oh that's bullying it's like yeah that's that's how you get people to be better you tell them that they suck and then they want to prove you wrong and get better (laughs) at the game and it's like like, that's why i love wow i love wow because i would have a dps meter and someone would be doing bad and i could sit there and post a thing that had numbers showing that they were shitty and then i would point them and say you are shit don't ever play this game again. And then, like, that so, was it. That's, and it's like, that's... I've been on the other side of that, and I just... I was just like, alright, fuck this guy. Uh, I was doing a random pug for Hellfire Ramparts with Shell, who we had never done a dungeon together before, and this guy <laughs> was running DPS meters, and it was like, you're not doing half as much DPS as I am uh, with his, like, full... Uh, what are they called? The... BOA. the Mm. No, no, no. Well, yeah, yeah. BOA. Yeah, BOA I, was, I was thinking Ooh, Legacy Wonder, items or whatever. $10. Yeah, I, I'll pick it up. That's not um, worthy. But so he was actively flaming her in the middle of the first <laughs> shitty dungeon in, um, uh. in in Hellfire Ramparts and then proceeded to get the rest of the party to kick her out um, uh. with me saying, like, don't do that. And, like, the problem is, like, yeah, I'm totally cool with it from a raid perspective and I feel like... um. 
MMOs need to kind of... Uh, I mean, that's the main reason those tools to... have to exist is because raids are so tough that you need to be able yeah. to, to tell what's going wrong. Yeah. Like, right. The, pro the problem with MMOs is they, they have two audiences they want to cater to. They want to Casual cater and to hard hardcore. fucking core. Yeah. Yeah. And the problem is there's no easy way to do that. Um, no, there it's isn't. It's always been an issue. Like, Wildstar is like, all right, let's go straight up on the hardcore. And it fucked them so hard that... Uh, its Steam release was, like, nobody gave a shit. And I feel really bad for them, because Wildstar is quite possibly the prettiest MMO, uh, mm -hmm. tied with Guild Wars 2, just in terms of, like, that visual style they aced so hard, but the rest oh, of yeah. it was okay, but the, just because they couldn't get a hardcore community to stick around in the endgame, it was just kind of this, like, barren leveling experience where you hit the end, and then it's just like, well, what now? Nothing. Um, but the problem is, you can't just cater to that, because, um... Well, because, uh, like, effectively all the casual people quit because it wasn't fun. There wasn't anything at the endgame for them. I would just um, like an MMO like... that's structured in a way that encourages you to pay attention all the time. Yeah. Because it's kind of yeah. a bummer how much... Like, MMOs are super long experiences, and mm -hmm. so many of them basically Very reward okay. you for just sitting there and kind of mindlessly mashing buttons and that's mm -hmm. that's kind of the thing that uh that's why i really still like everquest is like mechanically the best one because it didn't have that like easy tool to do that you have to be doing something all the time or you will die like it's yeah. not there it, there isn't that uh the easy way out like with wow where you can like you can literally do botting on it and it's like everquest wasn't that easy well, it's i like think you can't... The, the other thing with everquest though is that it didn't have any competition so... Well, it, I mean, it's, it didn't like, have competition, but also at the same breath, like, you know, there, it's really hard to compete against EverQuest when they're doing so many things right that you would have to just yeah. copy them anyways. Like, I guess that's kind of the issue. That's why WoW existed was like, well, we could do it better, but for more, you know, easy kids, like kids can play it. And, it's like, and then well, they did, and they destroyed EverQuest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, well, EverQuest also ran for, like, 13 years, so, you know. Sure. Wow, like, like, in the climate it launched in, it was more hardcore at the time than it is now. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it becomes it's, more casual yeah. every year, where you're, it's, it's like, way this is, too casual. I'm just pressing buttons. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess, for me, the casualness appealed to me, even when I was raiding, because I didn't, I already was, like, a high schooler, and I'd, I mean, high schoolers have a fair amount of free time, but yeah. I didn't want to devote more time to this game. Well, like, part of the issue you know, for me was... is that World of Warcraft, not even completely ignoring raiding and all endgame content, every moment of playing the game has become more casual since launch. And yeah. that's kind yeah. of rough at times. Like, some, on some levels, anything. it's kind of nice. I'm like, oh yeah, you don't have to go to a stupid vendor and grab the individual items to physically craft with a crafting meter your poisons so mm -hmm. you can then poison stuff as a rogue. I'm cool with throwing that stuff away because that's kind of a hassle, but like basic combat is so hilariously out of whack that like, with, like we've, played, we, we've done so many MMOs now as Let's Play shows now where we play Wildstar and Old Republic and we play World of Warcraft mm -hmm. and stuff and in all these cases even when we're 20 episodes in, 30 episodes in, in World of Warcraft's case, we're talking like 70, 80 episodes in, and I can just kind of walk around hitting like one and two on the keyboard and walking to the next target, and I'm like, I'm not thinking at all, but the game never demands me to think, which is great for just like sitting in a yeah. chat lobby and just talking about bullshit for a few hours, but as a video game that I'd ever want to play for the purpose of playing it, it's like I not mm -hmm. like it's just no, dozens and dozens no of hours MMO, of not demanding no anything MMO of me. No MMO has ever had 
more interesting just core gameplay than any single player slash like you know small team co-op game um but even world of warcraft started in a pretty good spot yeah yeah it started okay it's just i mean that's the thing like did you ever did you ever play as a like a rogue in vanilla world of warcraft just doing like pve before like just progressing through like solo content because it was was great (laughs) i was a warrior back in vanilla and that sucked i was terrible at it and so i I will say that the casualness of mmos is actually the biggest deterrent to me as a potential customer because it's just like they feel like i'm not accomplishing anything when i play that and it doesn't make sense because some of the most popular things in the world for video games are really Mm in-depth kind of hardcore experiences yeah Yeah. that's the rise of the moba and all these like all the game any game where the word Mm -hmm. meta comes up that's (laughs) that's i uh, i hate that word that word is like the the reason games are not not as fun as they could be you I know, mean, uh, that's interesting. For, that yeah, what's up? I we've played Overwatch at this point. Uh, Keith, Andrew, I assume you guys haven't, right? Nope, nope. Yeah, we played. Okay, it, <laughs> so Overwatch is honestly probably a very good um, like departure of MOBA style like ability system, first person mm-hmm. shooter, and occasionally melee combat. Mm-hmm. Um, and. <sighs> I wish it, MMOs kind of played like that, if that made sense. Like, a lot of MMOs kind of homogenize it, so it's easy to hit the skill cap. And I think it oh would yeah. probably help a lot if they're just like, no, nah, fuck it, it's like an FPS and or uh, third-person, like, action combat game. I want to see somebody make it, an MMO Dark whatever. Souls. Yeah. Like, yeah. with a lock-on but system and it, like... Made. Like heavy hitting enemies that have like a slow animation to them, and you're carefully moving around mm-hmm. an environment. Well, like it doesn't have to have Dark Souls level yeah. design because that doesn't fit MMOs. But like the the combat, just you know, feeling, funny, um, feeling heavy would be good. There's uh like Final Fantasy 14 does like really weird but also interesting things like that. Like when you fight big bosses, uh, they do like there's a lot of things you have to like take take account for. Like bosses will do big cone attacks. But while they're doing big cone attacks, they'll also be like, by the way, you can't stand in this outer rim of the map because it just it's slowly de- like deteriorating. And yeah. at the same time, if you're standing too if you're standing too uh, still for a long period of time, then we'll just instantly freeze you in rock and then also do AOE damage. Well, they're below they're you. only doing that specifically to combat botting. And and well, yeah, it's true. But at the same time, it's interesting to watch. Uh, it's interesting to watch. Like there's little like little subtle things will happen. Like oh. By the way, did you know if you like actually stopped attacking the main monster and just shot like this one little piece that he would actually lo- like lose health really quickly? And it's like just weird little things you can do in the game that are different. I mean, it's it's still monotonous and tedious because it's a fucking MMO and they're all uh-huh. that like that. But it's just mm-hmm. it, there's like when you're doing a, a boss fight in that game, it doesn't feel like you're just, oh, let me just press the number one. And let me okay, I press one. Is he dead yet? Like. There, I don't know. There's, there's little things that are. I, I like. I see what he's saying. It'd be kind of nice if there was bosses that would just be like, okay, and now in- they actually do something instead of acting yeah. like an actually, idiot. Um, I, w- I was gonna say, I would actually like it if there was an MMO use the Dark Souls system, but it's not that they're like one shotting you or anything. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they're actually you know reasonably easy to fight. It's just the combat feel is Dark Souls. You're just yeah. But they don't deal, like, 80% of your health bar. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it'd be the hardest actually... thing ever, but just, like, a game that demands paying attention. I yeah. want... Yeah. You, you know what I want more than... Which used to be World of Warcraft. That game, that game would not 
probably like, not do well. Probably <laughs> I think, not. I think the thing that I want the most out of any MMO is I want before you're allowed to do an instance, you have to take a fucking tutorial to learn how to do an instance. Because oh, I yeah. feel like I, <laughs> I think, like a trial uh, run, a mandatory. Uh, well, a mandatory quest. You have uh, what four companions? Standard party size is still yeah, like five, right? AI companions that guide you through a uh, uh, instance and yeah. talk to you like yes. players. And it, yeah, it's actually That'd be great. Shit and you can't just base roll. That would be or so, sc- that'd be so much scripting that no one wants to do, though. Yeah, but it's, it's like just that, why it's it doesn't that, happen. But Like that—that's not too bad to script. Like, but you know, I like, mean, when, MMO yeah. bots are easy as shit to make. So but that's yeah, the thing. Like when people so. complain, when people complain and wow, like oh, I don't really like how people are harsh about you know being DPS and blah blah blah. I was like, yeah, but if you knew how to fucking run a dungeon, like maybe you wouldn't be yelled at, and like it would be whom of you to like learn how to run a dungeon. And it's like, it like I wish that happened in like the Final Fantasy game because I wish I could just like look at people and then point at them and then go like you're you're fucking retarded. Why don't you learn how to play your class before you show up to the instance? And it's like, well, I'm just doing the main story. It's like, yeah, well, maybe the main story should teach you how to play because apparently you got to 15 without knowing how to do it. And it's like, but you can't do that because it's bullying. And it's like, <laughs> I don't, God, I I'm not trying to be a yeah. bully. I'm trying to just like. Beat them to not and play the game anymore you're probably to make the game better. To be a bully, but someone similar to you might be trying to help. Like, <laughs> no, I'm think... not. I'm not trying to be a bully. I'm trying to better the and, entire Andrew. game environment. Andrew, <laughs> we know we know your personality. You're what you'd be one of those people in League of Legends that flames somebody for doing something you dislike, and yep. then be like, "No, I'm yep. bettering the environment." It's like, no. And, hey, Andrew, it, don't look, mask it as anything. You're a toxic person. Your you justifications are there. It, but... No, the justification isn't. Because if it was there, then maybe no, no, you'd no, no, be no. doing better at me than, with DPS. Nah. If you were better at me with DPS, then you could be toxic to well, me. But because you're not, I get to win and be toxic to you. Because you're bad. Yeah. And that's what happens. That's I, not a justification, that doesn't, actually. Yeah, that doesn't no. actually work. Hey, but, I life, mean, there you go. In life, there are, in life, there are winners and there are losers. And if you're not one of the winning people, then you're a loser and you get treated like it. And that's just how life works. That's not how life and works. And this is why I don't <laughs> play video games, uh, MMOs specifically with people like you. Well, and that's, and, and that's I, why I don't like Have I ever explained like in play... detail like the difference between old World of Warcraft and new World of Warcraft for like a rogue experience and like why it was so like shocking to me? I know I've told Wander in sure, World of Warcraft, ahead. but I mean like on a stream. Like, I think mm-hmm. it's it's kind of it's, it's an interesting breakdown. Like this will sound kind of like when you hear people compare dialogue systems between Fallout Four and Fallout New Vegas, basically. Where in original World of Warcraft, let's say let's say like level sixty five, it's when you play you're playing the you're progressing through the first expansion, doing quests, fighting mobs out in the open world, and everything. You would go into stealth mode when you start you target your enemy. You'd slowly sneak up on him. And for my spec, it was I'd benefit from st- from stunning people continuously. So I would use an attack called Cheap Shot, which stuns the opponent for approximately three seconds. We'll just we'll skim over every number because I'm probably wrong about most of them at this point for how long the time has passed. But you you have your opening move. It makes them start the fight stunned. You get your attacks in. You have an automatically re- re- replenishing hel- uh, energy bar that goes in inter- intervals of twenty. That's going on, and all of your attacks cost energy, and some of them re- require combo points to work properly. So while Cheap Shot's active, auto attack is happening, and you're stabbing him repeatedly just by default. You cycle around in front of him, because you have an attack called Gouge, which is a secondary stun, but it only works when you're in front of your opponent. So you wait for the exact timer of Cheap Shot ending, and you hit him with Gouge. Gouge generates a third or fourth combo point, or whatever we're at at that point. And so you have more combo points, but Gouge is broken by ever damaging your opponent, so now you have to stand there and just wait for a moment. 
And it's good for you because your energy is replenishing automatically, so you're actually getting an advantage from it, but you have to kind of pause the fight for a moment as far as damaging them or you knock them out of the stun. From that, as Gouge is running out, you can then follow up with an attack called um, uh, Kidney Shot, which is a, a finishing move that stuns people, which is, it does the similar effect as Cheap Shot, where you can attack them while it's active, but it, it has a duration based on how many combo points you had at that point. Then from there, you will repeatedly try to Sinister Strike this guy, to generate combo points to hopefully be able to execute him with an Eviscerate. Now, in 2015, would la or 2016, in the, previous t the, the recent times of me playing World of Warcraft, in the exact same zone, as a, ro as a rogue that actually has worse gear than I had back then because of how fast we've been leveling, I select a target, I hit Assassinate, my character instantly teleports 50 feet to them and kills them in one hit. And that's the whole yeah. fight. And I do but that again and again and again for yeah. six I mean, hours. You gotta think about the babies. I'm just like, there's so much shit going on in the first version, and it's fun. And the second version, I just press a button and shit dies. Yeah, but that's not... No, because the, the people won't get it. They'll be losers, and no and like, one wants you wanna, to be a loser, If you want to be really Keith. dumb now as a rogue, too, as you're leveling up, you can just spam Sinister Strike, which is a normal attack <laughs> that, that gives you combo points, and then just as your only finisher ever, use this thing called Recuperate, which regenerates a percentage of your health per second, so you have an infinite heal that you're constantly reapplying to yourself while spamming the number one attack at the button over and over again. So I mean, you just press one, 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 two, one, 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 two, and in, you infinitely heal and never stop moving. In perspective, when you play like PvP, it's so fucking trash because people all they do is like, oh, I'm gonna have three rogues. One person saps. Then you, the other person runs off and does something. <laughs> then as soon as you're about to come back, another rogue comes over and saps you again. And then they run off. And then the, right before you're about to get it, another rogue comes over and saps you. And then by the time you're almost about to get out of that one, the first one comes back and saps you again. And you're like, wow, this is, this is the thrilling. They sound experience. like real winners. I, yeah, I used, I used the, to run and, with a, uh, a rogue gank squad in, in arena for fun. It yeah, was, it's actually and, a terrible party composition because it's really easy to counter rogues especially when you're only rogues but uh it is really amusing for the enemy to come into the fight and your entire party is invisible and like yeah, they're like also, where the fuck yeah. is the opponent also and the then, moment then, that then they're the touching surprises any... happen yeah and then the moment they touch anything they're suddenly stunned for like 30 seconds yeah they're like what 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 happens <laughs> the problem is that you could be count rogues were really easily countered by like at least four like at least 40 percent of the classes in the game back in older wow at least was were just hard counters to rogues yeah so i was like oh cool now i stunned them and that's the only thing that's going to work in my favor for the rest of the fight and now it's a little bit easier to like oh to just completely screw over people yeah. because you can if you sap one person and you just run off then like by the time that they like try to find you because that's how dumb people are they're gonna be like oh let me try to find the rogue like they're gonna try to find you for a second and you're not going to be there because you just ran the fuck away. And then by the time they recuperate, your sap's back and you just sap another person. And you just keep doing that and keep them flustered. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, where's the rogue? Where's the rogue? For those that don't know, like, sap is essentially a crowd control ability where you just... You basically just remove somebody from the fight. Because yeah. they, they get stunned for like 30 seconds, which is huge. But if anything happens to them, the sap breaks. So it's not like you can like wail on them or anything. So it's like freezing somebody in carbonite for a while. <laughs> And there's nothing that they can do to like remove sap either. Yeah, unless like, they have like a escape from stun ability, like as a, like a gnome yeah. or something. I want to say, or I yeah, think that might, like, be, that might just be entanglement or something. It was human. It was human. I human it has human. a it's a racial ability, I believe. Humans at least didn't yeah. used to have that ability. The human ability no, no, was perception, always... where they would spot invisible people. Oh, you're right. 
Hmm. That's that's my OG human skills, at least, because I, I used to play human rogue. It was, so I was the rogue that would hunt down other rogues because I could see them and they couldn't see me because I used the, the ability to yeah. just spot them. That's That sounds it's It's a cool. smart idea. There's, yeah. There a was a lot did. of really cool overlapping systems in the original WoW that all worked really well together to make an interesting scenario. But those weren't and, con- conducted And now the first 99% of the game is is neutered to nothing and the last 1%, if you can get to it, still isn't what it used to be. It's, and that's, that's the experience. <laughs> like, the only thing that I, I can never forgive WoW for is the fact that they have this system where you can buy, you know, you can buy the ability to mount, and you can buy the ability to fly. But then the moment you get the fucking Draenor, they go, nah, you have to get achievements. And I'm like, no. No, I don't. I don't have to do any of that shit, because you're trash, and you should feel like trash. And they give you a fucking item in the game called, like, something feather. I can't believe what it is. Or I can't remember what you're it is, about, but it's you're like... talking about the thing where like you you get the flying mounts and everything, but then every time you go to a new zone, you're not allowed to fly again until you unlock it again. Well, yeah, uh, but <clears> the the difference is like at least every time it was like, oh, you just have to pay money and get to a certain level, and then you can unlock flying yeah. again. Okay, easy. Draenor, you can't do that. You have to get four different achievements. And well, the, new, the and, newest expansion was weird because the original plan was to never give you flying in the new you zone. Yeah, to never which give I you kind flying. of get to be honest, because like no. I don't. Like, I, I, uh, I I was experiencing Wrath of the Lich King in our in our WoW series for the first time ever because I quit during Burning Crusade and moved on with my life basically. But Lich King is like the first area is all of these ravines and valleys and narrow walkways going up these cliffs and all these like all these elements of level design. But I could instantly fly there with nothing. Like, I didn't need to do yeah. anything. Like, I, like, I could fly there the moment it, I got it, there. It ruined the level design. Yeah. To so the I point just, where it's like... I just look on the map and fly in a straight line to the location I need but, to go to. But, like, the thing but, like, is... like, level is that design if, is important. Well, yeah, but if you care, then you pay attention. If you don't care, then you do what other people do and just buy flying and get the shit done. Well, I'm just saying, like, like, a, like an original World of Warcraft, like, there was a whole thing where you'd get to a zone... And you need to attack the enemies in that zone for your quest or whatever. And, like, there was a point of entry, and there was safe spots, and there was, like, a whole thing to how you would navigate an area on foot that would really shape the entire experience. And ever since they had Outland and Flying Mounts, they kind of opened up a can of worms they could never really put back in because they threw they, they, well. they put in something in the game that would throw away level design for the rest of the series. But... <clears throat> Outland, it. it worked for Outland because Outland was a series of floating islands in like a weird nether space. Mm-hmm. But every expansion after Outland has been like the original World of Warcraft continents where it's a series of zones with roads and towns and stuff like that that feels that like they're, they're designed to be walked through. But then they also can't take away the flying mounts because people feel like they need them forever as shown by the revolting that basically happened in the new expansion when they tried to take them away it's, and it's so just, now uh, they can never go back to how, some of the what they had before basically yeah but they decided to be the most fucking biggest dicks about it and hide it behind the most like convoluted system ever which is like oh you want to fly in draenor well you gotta you gotta get exalted with three different like classes in draenor <laughs> i'm like no no i don't i just need fucking five thousand gold and just throw it at some dude's face and give me a fucking flight license and i can fly <laughs> and, like, I don't know why you would change that system just because, I don't want people flying Adreno, we spent a lot of time on it. They don't spend a lot of time on it next time, you asshole. Just make half the fucking level just flat. Like, don't, if you're, like, flying is so fucking useful when you're trying to do anything like, I don't know, PvP. Like, because now people who can't 
spend a month trying to farm reputation for this class and other people who are like, oh, I don't do anything all my life. I'm just going to farm for reputation. And then you try to like do PvP. Oh, you're fucked because this guy can just fly. So you can just be <laughs> trying to walk around. And then, oh, this guy who fucking has no life just showed up and stabbed me in the back. Great. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, glad. I, I honestly think the whole game was better without flying in it ever. I mean... Because, yeah, now that it's in there, it creates a, it creates a, a, a weird inequality mm -hmm. between people who do and don't have it that also creates a new problem that does in addition to the problems that the, the flying has in itself for all of the level design and encounter design and everything but like the thing is is like it's it's so weird that they would like getting gold in that game is so easy now compared mm -hmm. to what oh, yeah. it used to be and so it's having i was completely access... blown away when i read a dark legacy comic about like it, they, people just max out their golden wow. Like, that's the thing that happens, apparently. Oh, yeah. I mean, Which I remember incomprehensible like, to me. I remember, I remember people buying gold, and it was like, you'd pay like $50, and you get like a thousand gold or well, something here, like that. I don't remember the, the exact ratios, it's like, but... It's, it's so nice, because you can literally like, max out your bank or your uh, bank, and then you can just buy game time with that in-game gold. Like you're playing EVE? Yeah. Like, they implemented a system to stop gold farming be or to stop gold selling because you can buy game time and sell it in the game and then you get gold for that. So, like, it's a system where, like, people will buy game time and then sell it on the marketplace to get easy money and then people who are playing the game don't want to pay for game time and will just use the money that they can easily farm and pay you know for what? game time. I actually think that's a good choice. It's, it's kind a of, great it's idea. Kind of, it's, it's, a, it's a really good idea. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. It just took them like 10 fucking years. It to is something that that's idea. made slightly weirder by the concept of being able to max your gold out, though. It, it is, but at the same time... like, like I better the buy thing game is, time, because otherwise I'll just keep picking up gold that apparently vanishes into thin air because I've hit a cap. <laughs> it, but yeah, but the, it, it's so weird because, uh, like, because gold is so easy to come by... And so anybody could just get flying. It's not a tough thing to get flying in WoW. If yeah. you're having a mm -hmm. tough time getting flying, you're probably doing something wrong. It's only and hard so if you're someone like me who, in the context we'll of our current thing, <laughs> is literally just playing the game front to back to level and not doing any mm -hmm. side stuff or professions or, like, the type right. of stuff you would do if you were playing WoW every day. Like, yeah, I used but to have the like experience of, like, I would, I would grind at a level first thing in the morning when I woke up as, a, like, a high school kid. And then I would spend like the rest of the day just hanging out with my friends playing WoW, and which which weirdly enough did not involve things that would like, level you up. <laughs> and so that kind well, of gameplay style yeah. led to tons of money. But uh, the, like doing a let's play series where you just level really fast is definitely like the one way to not to somehow not have mm -hmm. enough money for uh, mount stuff all the time. And then, oh and yeah, we are poor as shit. It's bad. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to get <laughs> poor because we just uh, get quest same... rewards and do nothing else. Oh, yeah. Turns out that's probably that, why. That's just the pure We're math is that you actually don't, you barely get enough money for, for mounts. Uh -huh. Well, yeah. In, well, We're in doing any case, the absolute if, minimum. If you're not playing in that weird way, uh, playing normally, you can accumulate a lot of money. And so, oh, like, yeah. getting flying mounts is not something, like, only for the privileged and only for the devout. It's like, no, nah, anybody could do it if you just play the game right. I mean, when, and, when, when the flying mounts were first introduced in Burning Crusade, you would just hit max level and could relatively quickly just afford flying mounts. At worst, yeah. you might have been like halfway to the money you needed and might have to do some stuff to get there. It was the, they, but they would just have some other thing be the big, really ridiculous, like unobtainable feeling thing, like the Nether Drake was something you had to grind a specific faction yeah. with daily quest on every single day to get exalted with and then eventually get it, which I did. And that's a sad thing about mm -hmm. me. That's fun. <laughs> 
I played a really interesting game called Kingdom of Loathing that uh oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's a self-reflecting game right there. <laughs> that Whoa. is great. What? Have you never heard of it or mm. what? I mean, in the context of me talking about resenting myself for grinding out a Nether's Rick, that immediate <laughs> response sounds entirely sarcastic. Mm. No, 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 no. Kingdom no. of Loathing. So it was this amazing game. It was awesome. But um, their approach to having, like, really, really rare items was super fascinating. So, like, uh, what they would do is that, like, they would put in these crazy, crazy quests that uh, were totally, like, metagame things. Like, if you cracked open the game's source code, you could find, like, clues to, like, find things uh, in the game world. And then you would go find them. And then, like, when you got there, it'd be like, here's this really badass item that only you get. And I've never yes. seen a game have the balls to do something like that. that. Unique items. No, because yeah. it, it wouldn't work for most games. I, I know. I realized um, I've been reading a number of like Japanese light novels recently because they're free to read, and I have nothing better to do half the time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. Um, they're they're fun, but a number of them are about like MMOs and stuff. And after reading them, I'm like, uh, I've realized why specifically I don't like MMOs anymore. It's because these are the games that I want to play, where it's like super immersive and they're unique items and like crazy quests and stuff like that. I'm like, because we will never have these things, I might as well just read books about playing video games instead. And that sounds like really sounds like you're reading like Sword Art Online. Uh no, it's um, uh, let's see. Oh shit! What does it involve? Weed. Virtual reality. Yeah, of course it involves virtual reality. Let me and it's let by me the figure same out. Way. Uh, so I have no, a Sword Art or Dot it's Hack not or Sword Art something. Online or Dot Hack. It's neither of those. Um, no, it's it's probably by the same guy though. He has like a long Korean. No, 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 no. It's Korean. The one I'm oh. specifically thinking about. Moonlight Sculptor. There we go. That one's actually really good. It's about this like greedy asshole that plays an MMO. As a gold farter, uh, farter. Gold farter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's one thing. Um, he he's like a gold farmer, and he's like looking for really rare items to just sell on a cash shop because uh, he never completed high school. So it's like, well, I'm really good at playing MMOs. What else am I gonna do? So like, the entire thing's about him just being like a greedy asshole. But like in MMOs, to make the most amount of money, you do like as many quests as you possibly can. So he more or less is just this, like, super altruistic guy because he ends up getting, like, a ton of money from everybody oh. uh, for doing things. Oh. And it's actually really fun to read because, it, I mean, it's as though you took, like, you know, an MMO and made it into this, like, living, breathing, interesting word, world. And I'm like, yep, we're never going to get that. I'm just going to feel kind of bad about myself for a bit. I actually know a couple. Of, you I know a couple that? of people in real life Kinda, that yeah. made the living for a little oh, while, man. or at least made all their money by farming for stuff in video games. I mean, uh, one of my neighbors did that for a while, where he would uh, people well, would pay him. In to that case, we're talking about the same characters. person. <laughs> oh, Billy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Billy. Hey, I think also used to make a living. He used to make a bunch of money, maybe not a living, but he used to make a bunch of money by uh, off of the Diablo 3 marketplace while it existed. Yeah, he did do that <laughs> too. He used to farm for <laughs> items and sell them for money, and he actually it, made a lot of money that way. He made a lot of money doing it. <laughs> I, I dark, would say if there's, dark if there's one thing about that guy is that he is he can find a way to profit off of like the most amount of time sync possible. 
it's like, like it's the it, least efficient way to make money because of how time consuming it is to do yeah, that kind of stuff like it's so it's weird straight up there with let's so playing where like it only kind of works out because you're kind of enjoying it but damn if it doesn't take up all of the time <laughs> oh, yeah. uh-huh. like your your work and your play fuse into one object that consumes the entirety of the not sleep time mm-hmm. yes <laughs> And that's how you make money it's on Diablo 3. <laughs> I've had way more time, uh, way more fun being a Let's Player, though, than I ever had working for, like, Nickelodeon. Like, I mean, that my was previous so- well, yeah, job because was... that's, like, saying, like, I had a great time playing video games as opposed to, like, uh, I mean... getting my butt numbed on every single day. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, kind of mileage may vary there. I playing some of these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People have varying really reactions the to, the ba- to the button homed. <laughs> I, I feel really bad for the Let's Players that get stuck in a genre and don't like it anymore. Like, I know oh, a couple of like guys... Like, all of them? Really... Well, there are a couple of guys that got really big on, like, DayZ, but DayZ hasn't changed in, like, mm. fucking years. So wow. it's like... Yep. I like yeah, that that's the title guys. that still existed. <laughs> I actually wanted to bring up DayZ a while ago, so it's, it's weird watching conversations loop back on each other. Mm-hmm. I was, I was going to ask you guys on the topic of No Man's Sky about, like, mm. what was a game that you got hyped for and was just this massive disappointment where, so not just like, I mean, it was not, it was not just like surprise it was bad, but like, wow, this wasn't even the experience I thought it was going to be? There's been plenty, but I seriously can't remember off the top of my head because I uh, immediately forget about those games. Okay, you mentioned Spore. That was one. Uh, yeah. Seven oh. Days to Die. Bird and I played Seven Days to Die. Oh, yeah, last that was so and It was the bad. most hot garbage thing I've it's played in like a long time. It's like a weird nightmarish, like, cobbled together Minecraft thing, isn't it? When you get down to it? Yeah. Like, I, I saw Achievement Hunter playing a little bit. I'm like, this looks like it was not finished and was dumped in 2002. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like a weird serious Sam mod or something with the visuals. It yep. looks it, it's something like it that. was it was so not fun. I preemptively had turned on creative mode. We got to our first hot house. It became nightfall. Zombies came in from outside, and I'm like, I already hate this game. Pulled out a chainsaw, murdered bird, and then uh, got bored, murdered myself, made a made a motorbike, drove back to where Bird was, murdered him again. Yeah. Got bored and quit and went to bed. Wow. Sounds uh good, sounds good like times. a fun experience. Good time. It was not great. <laughs> like for me it was yeah, day- but at least we, was... we we've experienced it. Now we know. It's true. Yeah. And never now we never need to think about the game again. Mm-hmm. For me it was Day Z and it was around the time that it was relatively new still, and I was hearing stories about the cooperative experience of playing it and everything, and it sounded like this really cool concept like i was i was i was in the market for like reinventions of the mmo basically and i was thinking like this Mm -hmm. would be like this is a whole new perspective like instead of quests and leveling and classes and all the trappings of the usual stuff it's just the mmo without mmorpg of just like the concept of big multiplayer games applied in a new way and i thought it was going to be this massive cooperative effort to try to survive in the zombie invasion I, I imagine people like boarding up houses and covering each other's backs and scavenging for, for supplies and working together in a dangerous situation but daisy followed the path of every story about zombies everywhere the humans are actually the bad guys because you log into that game and people just you just get shot like mm-hmm. you my experience back when it during the first like the, the big wave more or less of the hype around this game because obviously it died down mm-hmm. a lot now like I would log into the game because it has aged, and I had a pistol. <laughs> I had a pistol mm-hmm. and a can of beans, and I'm on mm-hmm. the beach, and then I'm dead. Yep. 
Like I, I get sniped immediately by someone who presumably runs <laughs> over to take my pistol and ge- and beans or something. Mm-hmm. Or I try, like, I'll try to be stealthy about it and walk along the shoreline for a little bit, and then I'm dying of hypothermia. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I, and you can walk for 20 minutes in a direction before you find anything, and then well, your reward for getting there is once again dying from someone you never even saw yet. And it's like, it's such long stretches of just torture, and like, nobody is yeah. out to work together or to communicate or to even like seemingly have a good time. It's just everyone is just there to get resources and just shoot everybody mm-hmm. else on sight. And so, like, the experience is there is just bad. And that's that's before you get to the bigger problems, too, of, like, the fact that, like, many, many... Like, every single survival open-world game I've ever played, it feels like a shitty Gary's Mod game. Where every, yeah, where, where, exactly. Like, all, the, all the models are garbage, and the game looks like shit, and nothing collides well. And, like, a zombie mm-hmm. aggro's on you, and they seem to just chase you infinitely in any direction yep. forever, making one growling noise over and over again, and... When they hit you, they don't even seem to actually hit you, but you are dying anyway. And like that level of jank mixed with just the repress, like this oppressive experience of just like, I got shot again. That was fun. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. like, wow, this is. I was looking forward to like, like, I don't know, fucking like Skyrim Left 4 Dead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which no, would have no. been great. <laughs> and that game mm-hmm. doesn't exist. So maybe someone should make that game. But, <laughs> but it wasn't AZ. And that was real. That was, that was the, that was my No Man's Sky. That's, People are going to have the No Man's Sky experience that's similar to my Daisy experience of like whatever their expectation was, maybe completely out of whack with the fact with the reality of it, whether that's anyone's fault or not. It's just, it's that's that's where that all t- tied in. Like why I was thinking about the mm-hmm. disappointing game topic was because like that that cemented in my brain of like wow, I spent thirty dollars on that because you had to buy Arma Two, a game no one's heard of until Daisy came out. Yeah, and. Has largely like has its. I'm sure it has its little fan base of super intense people that love how incredibly it pretty it is and everything. And that's that's fine. Oh yeah, dude, Arma. There are people that say like Arma Two is like yeah. the best game ever made. And cool on that. Um, that's, that's fine. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But man, like I bought that game for no with no intent of playing it for the exact <laughs> purpose of playing Daisy. Uh-huh. And man, if that wasn't like the f- the fastest turnaround of disappointment and like. Mm-hmm. Some in many ways, some probably the worst ratio I've ever had to some extent of like money spent on game to actual time spent before just giving up forever on even trying to enjoy it anymore. Yeah, because Arma mm-hmm. Two was not exactly cheap either. It, yeah, was, it was it was at least thirty dollars at the time. Mm-hmm. That was my experience. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, that's that's kind of how mine was too. Is like I played for probably about two three hours and was like, wow, why did I do this? I should <laughs> just watch someone play it. And that's and then, the thing. That's that's the trap. It's like uh, for a while it was the jump scare games and the YouTube bait mm-hmm. games, but the, but another one is the open world survival games, where the best way to present that kind of content on YouTube for your channel is to record for like four hours and then turn that into like a fifteen minute highlight video yeah. that tells mm-hmm. a story. And those experiences condensed in that way seem really compelling, which then leads you but into the trap bad. of buying the game. <laughs> And then you mm-hmm. get then you get hit upside the face with the real experience of playing an open world survival game when you're expecting cool stuff to happen in those little fifteen minute er- intervals, but you're actually just going to be playing for hours and hours, accomplishing very little. And yeah, maybe just because dying. every time something happens, you just die. Yeah, every time you run into somebody, you just like dies. It's Rust. just like there's, yeah, it's so much time spent just grinding for some semblance of something, and then eventually you're like. I think I got something, and then yep. the game's and like... And then you die, yeah. and somebody takes it away from you. Yeah, then it's like someone when, just like takes it away. Like in you spend three hours slowly putting together a shack with your friends and with some ramps and stuff like that. But the moment you walk into an open field, somebody snipes you with like a crossbow or, or a bow or whatever the hell. 
and then you wake up in the morning and your entire base has been nuked to oblivion by C4 except for like the beds or something. And it's like, why did we play this? That sounds like the opposite of something I did, but yeah. I really want to play Rust with us as like a large group and a bunch of fans throw us all in one server for one night and then, you know, turn the server off and do that as like a, there's no like offline element to it. Like when Mm -hmm. we go to bed, it's all done. And that and we just let the fans join it. (laughs) Give them open reign, like. You guys do whatever the fuck you want to the this world. Like, nothing can happen when you're not playing, basically. Yeah, yeah. Because that would that would be entertaining for me. Of like, we're on for like three hours, dicking around, mm-hmm. and suddenly like fan group A decides to raid our base because, of course, everybody's going to know where we freaking live because we're streaming mm-hmm. this. <laughs> um, but obviously, we were probably more organized and or have been cheating flagrantly, so we like fight them off, or you know maybe they kill Stainless, and we're like. Sayonara, friend. We will miss you, and so Stainless goes to live with the natives for a while. Like, I think that would be way more interesting than, like, the generic of join a public server, try and do it, get bored because somebody is a dillhole and already has stuff. Because this way you can control it, so nobody, like, everybody's more or less on the same level, or we're slightly higher, but we're also stupid, so it doesn't matter. Um, I think that would be a much better way of controlling it than, say, you know, the usual of, man, this game sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of how the, Rust works. I think the only fun I ever had in Rust was like running a shop. Like that was the only fun. You I could had. run a shop in Rust. You could do anything in those games. You could do anything in that it game. Has voice I chat and an inventory. I, yeah, you, like, so I, you, you just kind of like went for it. It no, wasn't. Yeah, like, I just built. I built it because yeah. there was like I joined a server and there were two warring factions and they're like you need to join either side. And I was like nah, fuck that. So I built a shop in the middle of the halfway point between both bases. And I was you like, were oh, a, sh- you were a mercenary, basically. Yeah, so I mean, the so like, arms can, dealer. Yeah, the idea that like, you can here's... just do whatever you want is the entire premise of like yeah, Argyle so, Alligators mm-hmm. channel. So, so I was like, hey, I, I own a bunch of weapons and I have a bunch of stuff. You need weapons for your big fight? Come over to Andrew's fucking shop. And so people would come over, buy shit, blah blah. blah. And so one day, uh, so I, what I would do is every night I would take all my stuff and put it in a ver- in like in this behind this rock that you couldn't get to unless you like had to glitch your character weirdly. And so. Uh, so just in case someone came by and burnt my shop down, I'd be like, oh, you can't get my stuff, though. And so uh, I came back, and you know, it was fine for about a week, and I came back one day, and someone had just completely burnt my shit down, and instead, someone built another shop on top of it, and was like, her dog, I'm the new shop guy now. And I was like, no, I don't think that's wow. how it works, <laughs> so, so I burnt his house down, and he was like and one of the faction people. a nice people. turf war. Yeah, so he, but I found out he was one of the faction people who was trying to run a shop to trick the other people to come in so he could kill them. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck. And so the oh. faction was like, oh, I guess, I guess you're on the other side now. And I was like, I'm not on anybody's side. I'm just a shopkeep, and you burnt my shop down, and I'm not happy about it. And so <laughs> what I did is that they, I was like, fine, you know what? Fuck it. I'll prove this to you. So I waited until like four in the morning. Everyone was offline. I went to my secret stash, grabbed all of my C4 and blew up all the buildings on either side. And then, oh, no. and then I built my shop back up and then was just sitting there waiting until morning arrived. They, sh- they logged back on and everyone was like, what the fuck? Who could have done this? And it's like, Andrew still got a shop. Andrew still, still got a shop. You need weapons? They're all here. <laughs> It wow, was, that it's it was, was in real life that would be incredibly criminal. <laughs> well, it's also incredible. It's also incredibly incriminal to burn an innocent person's shop down and then try to fucking. Burn, that's the weirdest response to a video game to say. Yeah, that'd be but so I, criminal I in real life. 
That's true. It is a game about uh, like, like murdering everybody. In the well, context of like what game did you not be able to say that? It's like a game where you start as a caveman and learn how to build submachine guns. I mean, we don't have building permits in Factorio. <laughs> You're destroying the ecology. That, well, that's a good point. We do it, need to in our, uh, current factorial, in our current factorial playthrough, were those guys that broke into that one endangered species pool and puked in it. I mean, oh. in fairness, oh, though, Nevada. In fairness, the enemy, like the the Earth or the planet, is attacking you back in response. So, so just start shooting off, the ground. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying, did you turn, did you turn off? Enemies? Fuck you, Earth. No, we didn't turn off no, enemies. We turned off. Uh, we there's a horrifying on. amount of enemies actually because there's yeah. So uh, they, I mean, the you're, entire you're radius being around us is bad things. If you need a play scrap mechanic while we play the uh, while we do podcasts. Because I think it makes everything a little bit more tolerable. I made a car that waves at you as you drive. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so we're probably, probably calling it here. <laughs>